Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit Seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! From the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who gives me street cred, the wacko alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And my partner in all things, Tacey. Hello, Tacey. Hello. This is a show for people who had never listened to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine, as long as we're still on Twitter. And and at drscottwm. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show. Without talking over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, respiratory therapist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, blah, 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 blah. All right, very good. Thank you, Dr. Scott. And Tacey, Hello. don't forget to check stuff.drsteve.com. That's stuff.drsteve.com for all of your internet shopping needs. It helps keep us on the air and keep us some semi-independent. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. We'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. And uh, please visit patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. That's our Patreon channel. That's Tacey and me for the most part. And we have uh, celebrity guests and we answer Patreon exclusive questions. There's polls. There's all kinds of stuff up there. We did a live stream. That was kind of fun. And uh, there you go. All right. Check out uh, Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. And uh, hello, Tacey. Hello. How are you today? I'm fine. Oh, God. I'm glad. Here's How's mm-hmm. retirement? I'm sleepy today. <laughs> She's sleepy. And uh, because of all the things that you did today? I worked out very hard today. 
Okay. That's good. And then I pretty much laid on the couch the rest of the day. Excellent. So that's all you should do when you're, uh, and that'll make you tired. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's why. But I was tired when I laid down, so. Yeah, okay. How's uh, so it makes sense that when you wake up you would be tired. Hey, Scott, what, how are things oh, going right. with um, Simply Herbals? Really well. Good. Really, yeah, good. we've been, been, been pretty appreciate busy. appreciate all the it's a good thing. weird medicine folks helping out with oh, that. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. yeah, without those guys we'd be in big, big old pot of trouble. All right. Well, good deal. <laughs> hey, um, so I need to uh, – listen – Lenny Bruce's career kind of went sideways when about after about the tenth time he got thrown in jail for for speaking out about you know on topics that were considered appropriate at the time, and uh, so he spent the rest of his career standing on stage reading court documents, and people got tired of it. I think I think there were some people who listened with rapt attention, and you know um, our buddy Carl is in a sort of a war with um, a certain former uh, Howard Stern stunt boy who, um, you know, they're in a war and so now they're going back and forth and they're going to have legal proceedings and all kinds of stuff like that going on. And I don't want to, you know, bore anybody with what what I've got going on, but I'm going to be the same damn way here because... Uh, for at least a little while. Uh, I know people are sick of hearing from me on Twitter about this already, but we are on Rumble today, live streaming, not on YouTube, because I will not go back on that on YouTube ever again, at least not with this show. And uh, let me tell you what happened. So I think last show, we were talking about how I was on... uh, uh, on this show, uh, talking about clinical trials and how I had gotten one of my Twitter tweets flagged by Twitter because I was talking about ivermectin. And I talked about it in the same sentence as the disease called COVID-19. And, we, and, and what I was basically saying was that someone had asked me, if there was any validity to people taking ivermectin for COVID-19. And I said, well, if, if, you know, right now we don't have any clinical data that is convincing enough to me to prescribe it, mm-hmm. but that the idea itself is not completely out of, uh, you know, it's not insane because right. just like aspirin, which has um, uh the ability to relieve pain in a muscle sprain or rheumatoid arthritis, but also can decrease the risk of a heart attack and stroke. Some drugs have more than one activity. Yes, ivermectin is a uh, and it was used as an antiparasitic, but it has been demonstrated in the past to have anti-RNA, uh, anti I'm sorry, RNA antiviral properties. This was an RNA virus, or is an RNA virus, so it made sense to some people to at least pull it off the shelf and see if it would do any good. Because nothing else was happen- helping. No, at the, uh, particularly <laughs> at the time. time. Yeah. Nothing else was exactly. happening, and they were desperate to find something off the shelf that mm-hmm. would work. And, uh, and I said that, so from that standpoint, it's not complete. assholery to think that this stuff might help and that what they did to Joe Rogan by saying that he was taking horse paste which was by the way legally prescribed to him by his physician Joe himself said I don't know I'm a dumbass Mm -hmm. I'm paraphrasing but it was you know to that effect I'm a dumbass I'm not a doctor it was prescribed to me by my doctor now, you may have issues with his provider writing that for him, but that's not Joe's fault. And the fact that he got on said, I got better. Well, most people got better. He's in great shape. We expected him to get better. Uh, he freely admitted this is anecdotal evidence. But, you know, what was done to him in the press was bullshit. And uh, so we we talked about that a few shows back. Anyway... Um, so that was it. And I also, we went on clinicaltrials.gov, and there used to be 73 studies being done by well-intentioned, government-funded 
researchers on a government website, and this is where the crux of the thing happened, uh, where we were talking about all those studies on there. There are now something like 94. If you go to clinicaltrials.gov, put in COVID-19, and then as a keyword, ivermectin, you'll see it's up to 90-some studies right now. O- only some of them are active, but these are studies where people have applied uh, you know, uh, uh, to get in the clinical trial registry that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We never. We, have you ever once heard me say, "Oh, you know, the government is trying to suppress," you know, blah, you know and none of that. Mm-hmm. I've talked about how terrible medical journalism is, mm-hmm. and I've talked about the science behind why people thought that this was the case and why we were pulling stuff off the shelves in the beginning. Right. And uh, so, not only did you know, I, I thought we were just getting a warning. But they gave us a content strike, and they yanked our video, and the video was behind. It was it was private. No one yeah. could see it. Right. They had transcribed it. The AI had transcribed our video. Saw that I used the word COVID and ivermectin in the same sentence, and yanked it. And so I appealed it. I said, "Listen, I mean, this happens. It was just AI." Understood. It saw those two things in close proximity. They thought I was some sort of nut. So I appealed it and I said, you know, I only talk about science. We were talking about clinical trials on a government website. And about three days later, I got a letter from YouTube saying that we have reviewed your appeal and we feel that your content was dangerous and misinformation and we have removed it and there is no chance of further appeal. Ugh! What a bunch of shitheads! Yeah, that's really un- that's that's very unfortunate. Now here's is. the thing: it's hard to believe too. So you go, well, so what? You got one content strike. Why do you care? You know, we've been had this stupid YouTube channel. I only we just do it so you and I'll have a live audience to bounce off right. of. You know, right. it's not like we're. Uh, I've never made a big deal out of our YouTube channel. We're lucky if we get making any money a thousand it. views on anything. If we're lucky if we get two hundred, yeah. I'm not trying to. To make this a YouTube thing, right? You know, uh, we use the PTSD thing from Tacy and I did um, a Patreon, mm-hmm. and I thought the answer that we gave had some general interest, so I threw it up on YouTube so the people that didn't or couldn't afford to, to uh, sign up for our Patreon, uh, which by the way, Patreon.com/slash/WeirdMedicine only five dollars a month, <laughs> right? What? Um, That's a bargain. Um, that people that weren't subscribed the person that called in actually called in on um you know the podcast Mm -hmm. so i want to make sure that that person could hear it so we're using it for that stuff it's more utilitarian but i cannot sit here and be looking over my shoulder self-editing i self-edit enough as it is that's where all these vocal crutches come from because i'm constantly scanning the words that i'm getting ready to spew out of my mouth to make sure that i don't say something that might harm somebody right and i mean physically i'm not talking about emotionally right because Tacey will tell you that's, that's never <laughs> been a big problem <laughs> but um so yeah, all of, so I'm already self-editing enough. I can't self-edit when I'm when I'm talking about hard science. Now I might put up another channel in the future. I thought a fun channel to do that you and I could do would be a more sciencey one, sure. where I would like to calculate the <laughs> taste. You'll like this one. It'd be fun if you do. You could do this with us, and you could just be rolling your no, eyes I'd the be whole okay. time. You could just be rolling your eyes, going no, nerds and stuff. I'd be okay. I want to calculate. <laughs> the speed of light using first principles by calculating the permeability and permittivity Ooh. of free space okay. using an experimental what model. What do you think about that, Scott? And then, I think that would be fun. <laughs> okay, that's fine. No, that's I why it would no. be fun, because be I would fun. be all excited, and you guys would be, oh, Jesus, really? Wait, the speed of light, it's really, it should happen really quickly, so it won't take long. <laughs> that's the good news. That's not how it works. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the experiment itself is, is sort of interesting. But no, that sounds good. I, I, we could do things like that. I would be fine putting that on YouTube. Sure. But I'm not putting this show on YouTube anymore. I can't do it. Yeah. Because we will be talking about things. I mean, what's next? You know? You know, it's a shame 
that that again we have not done anything but just give people the facts you know it's up to each every individual to, to determine um, you know their interpretation of, of those course. facts, right? But we just give them the facts. I mean, there's never been anything that we've said that uh, would warrant them kicking us off the um, YouTube. Yeah, so. no, I know. But you know, I think Doctor. Well, Steve- first they came for the socialists, and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a socialist. Mm-hmm. And then they came for the trade unionists, mm-hmm. and I didn't speak out because I was not. You know that thing. Yeah. Then eventually they came for me. That was uh, <laughs> that was uh, Martin Niemöller, and I really don't deserve to be able to quote him. But anyway, but you know what? What troubles me is what's what's happening with the YouTube. We're having a little bit of. I a think it's Niemöller. 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 Yeah. I have a little similar. And and we were having this discussion today with with. You familiar with Square? Yes. You know, Square. Okay. So we're having an issue with Square because Square noticed. That on, on our on our on our sales there was a CBD the word CBD, yeah. So they flagged my account. What? And they're keeping all of my funds. And what? Will, and will not transfer. And that's the problem. You know, it's just perfectly like legal substance, part, right? Uh, across the board. Across the board. And they asked for. You are shitting. No, me. no. It gets better. It gets better. It gets better. They wanted. They wanted three months of my bank statement so they could evaluate. Where this money was coming from, which of course whether I did, you were I, legit or not, right? And I declined it, of course, based on what my how much attorney, they owe you, my attorney, uh, like a thousand dollars, which is, is enough to that's enough to piss to me be off pissed. for, yeah, for it, real. It's, it's the principle and thing. fight for it's, other people. It's the principle thing. What's well, the same thing yeah, here? It's the same thing. Know. But you know what really chapped my ass is the one thing they really wanted was a COA from the state of Tennessee saying that the the, the the there was no THC of any kind. In this CBD okay. oil, okay. Would they have accepted Which, a lab thing? Because I can hook it you is, up. It's a lab analysis. I have it. Oh, okay. I turned it in. Okay. They sent me a thing back and said, illegible. What? And, and so my problem is, kind of like with you, I can't talk to anybody physically. No, there's nobody to talk so, to. You know, so I'm trying to go back and forth with this bot that this is, did we answer your question successfully? No. Can you sue them? <laughs> no, we can't. Who you can sue them. No, you can sue them. There's I mean, somebody to sue. There's got to be somebody. But, oh, my God. It's I mean, insane. for $1,000, but then, so that would be, I guess, small claims, which won't fly. Uh, it costs me more than. But, yeah, now it started, you know, the cost. Yep. And now it's it's restraining your trade because that's how people pay you. So you can, you, who knows how much you've lost because you can't use them anymore. Yeah. And uh, and it is the principle of the thing. Yep. Maybe there's a class action yeah, thing you can get in. It's just a booger. On. It's a booger. Cause, that's a bigger yeah. deal than my deal. Yeah. Mine, I'm a little butt hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just. It was just. It's just a. Oh, it's a principle thing. It, it would just be so nice to be able to contact them and say, "Hey, listen, guys." Yeah. If here's, I could. Yeah. Same. Go, go ahead. Here, Sorry, I just no, get so the, excited. No, it's the same thing with you. It's. It's like, come on, man. Here's. Here's what we do. This is the content of this show. You know, here's. Here's what we have. I mean, we've got proof of all these things, but it doesn't matter. Cause Guaranteed, it's, it's it some was some twenty-year-old that listened to it. Went, oh, he said. You yeah. know, I started spelling. Oh, and <laughs> I talked about that on the show. Maybe that's what they didn't like. The other thing that pissed me off is they wouldn't tell me exactly what it was I said that they didn't like. I didn't know See, if it was me talking about masking the word ivermectin mm-hmm. on Twitter where I spell it with an exclamation point instead of an I just so I don't get another tweet flagged for yeah. saying here's the clinical trials. I'm not pushing ivermectin. I never have. No. But I'm I, I'm not also going to just shit on it just because uh, politically that's what I'm supposed to do. Yep. That's not what the science, that's not how we do science. Because they're doing science on it right now. Yes. As we're speaking. They're, that. They're researching it and people, to see if it works. And, and even if it doesn't, yep. is there not a possible fucking ability that we will learn something from the research that we are doing on this disease that might be apropos to the next RNA virus. Yep, exactly. Which, by the way, my friends, Ebola happens to be an RNA-type virus as well. Yeah. So, uh, kiss my ass on that. Thanks I'm for I'm really effing pissed. I haven't been mad about something in a long time. And... Yeah. Uh, I'm still. It, it happened. Uh, it happened a day after we recorded the last show. So it's been a week. I'm still <laughs> mad as hell. Been a great week. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That, that sounded sincere. <laughs> well, maybe I have funny. been an asshole. I don't know. No. 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 Okay. What was that? Asshole. 
right. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> All right. We did this one on the Patreon, but I want to do it on the regular show. And so we're trying out Rumble because I don't know. Look, I can either go to a platform where they will listen and use their heads and have some brains about what we're doing. Or I can go somewhere where they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I can't find the first thing. Yeah. So that's why we're on Rumble right now, because apparently they they don't give a shit. So uh, even if you said the other stuff that I don't say. No. I don't know. I don't know. Um, thank you, Rumble, for letting us be here for right now, and uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll behave. Uh, I don't, I don't even, even want to behave. <laughs> no, That's I, oh, I could behave over on YouTube. Well, I'll be good. Oh, no. I'll be good, YouTube, if you'll just not give me another contract strike. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do that. And then think, well, there's this study on, uh, you know, this moiety of ivermectin or of hydroxychloroquine that's showing some promise in this one clinical trial. And isn't that interesting? And the people that were rooting against these drugs uh, because they didn't like the people that were promoting them, you know, they're part of the problem. That got, You know, I, I don't want to get in trouble for saying that. I feel like I got sent to the principal's office. Right on. You know, and then my mommy came in and said, and they still said, no, he's still suspended. You can't talk him out of it. And it's like, go fuck yourself. God, I'm so mad. All right. Um, you want to do some questions? Let's do, yeah, we've actually got one from the chat room. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, we have yeah. a chat room? Yeah, a chat room. Well, go rumble. Okay, what do we got? We're one, we got we one in the books. So Brian says, hey, Dr. Steve, just sent you an email. Just thought I'd put it in here. Uh, he just, uh, you're going to love this. He just D-dimer. got his D-dimer back at 553. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's 35 years old and says, "Should I?" Uh, he was having some random inner thigh pain in his left leg. Should he be concerned? Okay. So here's the thing. So the D-dimer test, it looks for a thing called D-dimer in the blood. And it's a protein fragment that your body makes when clots actually dissolve in the body okay and so obviously blood clotting is a big deal and you get a d-dimer you go oh god that means i must have a blood clot in my body and so it will be positive when you have a deep venous thrombosis okay that it certainly will it will be and that what that is is a blood clot in one of the large veins Mm -hmm. which if it's in one of the big, big veins, it can move, go through the right side of your heart into the lung and cause a pulmonary embolism, which is another time when a D-dimer will be positive. Okay. There are other things that can be uh, positive as well. The problem is that this damn uh, D-dimer uh, test may, may be indicative of a clot doesn't show where the clot is located, what kind of clotting problem there is, and they're not always caused by clotting problems. So there's other things like uh, pregnancy, uh, recent surgery or recent trauma, and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's too nonspecific to just go, well, okay, if, if somebody came to me mm-hmm. and they had thigh pain, I wouldn't just order a D-dimer. Yeah. I would order a test that's specific for what I think they might have. If I think they have a deep venous thrombosis, I would get a venous Doppler. Mm-hmm. Like an ultrasound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then look for it that way right. because the D-dimer is just so nonspecific. Right. What is the D-dimer? Well, it's, like I said, it's this protein that uh, clots give oh. off when they dissolve. I was kind of fading out. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, stay um, with us, Stacey. Stay I was trying. You know, if the if you want to just screen, then that's fine. But then you got, then the, now they got to order a, a Doppler ultrasound, or if they think you're having a pulmonary embolism, which would normally be sh- acute onset of shortness of breath mm-hmm. and and chest pain. Uh, uh, then they would do a CT angiography. So uh, talk to your provider, see what they think it is, and then they're going to do this more specific test after they've done this sort of screening test. Sounds like it should be done sooner than later. Yeah, I would do it sooner rather than later just to make sure they're not missing something. But they should be calling you. Hey, um, who said that, Brian, 86S? So, Brian, if you're hearing us in real time, after they gave you that test, what did they tell you to do? Mm-hmm. So just be monitoring chat for, for, sure for their uh, 
for their response. I'm assuming since it's Brian that they're not pregnant, but uh, who knows? It's 2022. I could be completely off base <laughs> on that. But pregnancy can cause an elevated D-dimer as well. All right. But I, I would definitely follow up on that. Yes, for sure. All right. Um, yeah, they're, uh, okay, they're five to ten minutes behind, so okay. All right. Um, you could ask him in the chat room, though. Yep. Tim Ford. Hey, Dr. Steve. We'll come uh, back to that. Uh, okay. Might have covered this before, but just looking for your advice on uh, quitting smoking tobacco, cigarettes, and smoking a vape. Yeah. Um, how they... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'd like to smoke one right now. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> But I'm not known to because mm-hmm. it's not that uh, strong anymore. Matter of fact, there's no real craving there that was more for humor than truth. But, you know, there's it kind of goes through your head. There's a little bit of truth. A little bit that. of truth there. Yeah. So I used to smoke three packs a day. Tacey used to smoke a pack a day. Scott used to dip. Like a fiend. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Still miss it. So we're going to answer this question. But first, do you have an answer from our other person? Did yeah, they just yeah, answer you he, back? He, yeah. he sure did, yeah. He, Brian just said that he it was a random blood test. He was uh, in a COVID recovery study. and um, oh. But he said, yeah, he said other Oh, than, he had COVID? Which is kind of interesting. That's what I was going to say. That, that no, that's be, another one. That might be part of it. Yeah. yeah. So what are the, did he say what they're going to do about it? He said they did not follow up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Doc, I'm bleeding out of my anus. Is that okay? Yeah, just call me if it gets any Yeah, orders. so yeah. Um, that is an interesting thing. And I am this part I'm not an expert on, but we can, I can become one pretty quickly. Um, COVID-19 is well known for causing some issues with blood clots and inflammation. And it is a predictor for severity in COVID-19. So the reason that they're doing that is uh, to see if it correlates with how people did. So so I'm assuming Brian had COVID-19, he enrolled in this study, and they're doing a bunch of tests to see what's a good predictor for poor outcome. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason D-dimer is elevated in COVID-19 patients is a different mechanism. It's probably due to acute uh, lung injury. Um, and, uh, and that may be, though, due to small microclots that are thrown to the lungs. So they don't know. They don't know what the hell. Mm-hmm. But he still could call the principal investigator and say, do we need to do something about this? Mm-hmm. And they may say, oh, God, dude, we're seeing people with D-dimers of 10,000. You don't have okay. anything to worry about. That's yeah. fine. That's, that's a relativity that I don't know the numbers mm-hmm. to. But I would still, I would ask him. A phone call needs to be made. Yeah, I would make a phone call. Yeah, yeah and, and, and yeah, yeah, I think so, just to make sure. But that's 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 what that's about. That's very interesting. See, when you get more information, very often you get you get closer a to little, the answer. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. A little closer to the answer. Yeah. So let's go back to quitting smoking. If you get any more information, we'll just keep touching in with Ryan as right time on. goes on. Uh, I think they're about five to ten minutes behind, actually. I think, I think, I think it's just Kush. I think Kush just got on late. 
Okay. I think, All yeah, because right. Brian answered that pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Scott used to dip. Yep. I smoked three packs a day. Tacey smoked a pack a day at least. Tacey quit cold turkey right mm-hmm. after 9 11. Yes. Because you saw people suffering and you said, why am I sitting here smoking? That's my chain? biggest problem was I couldn't stop smoking. Yeah. And so you so. just went, F it. My professor, my psychiatry professor, talked about quitting smoking. And I remember this. I was in second year medical school. And this was a thousand years ago. His name was Dr. Bakewell. I knew him pretty well. We were on the admissions committee together. And I just remember him talking about it. He said, look, the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to be uncomfortable for a little while. And that really is true of nicotine addiction. It's very different from alcohol addiction where people can become so ill and even get delirium tremens and maybe die so they they need to be withdrawn under medical supervision same thing with uh, benzodiazepine valium ativan uh, uh, xanax or diazepam lorazepam uh, lorazepam or um, uh, alprazolam all of those when you withdraw from high doses of those medications can cause a very serious withdrawal as well. Opioids cause a serious but non usually non-life-threatening uh, withdrawal syndrome, although if you quit cold turkey and go through the full two-week to four-week thing with uh, opioids, although most of the time it won't kill you unless you aspirate from you know the vomiting. vomiting. Right. What it can do, though, is cause a thing called acute post-withdrawal syndrome, which can cause depression and malaise and asthenia and stuff for over, uh, you know, for up to two years. Asthenia, just feeling, I've been sick, you know, like that. That's asthenia. So nicotine addiction is a true addiction with a physiologic, psychologic, and habitual component. It's a a three-pronged attack. But uh, it's non-life-threatening. It just makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel when you when you quit? I mean, it's it's uncomfortable. It's very <clears throat> uncomfortable. But I mean, it's doable. But it's not easy. No, not easy. No, not easy for other reasons though. The the physiologic addiction, not the biggest part of tobacco. Tobacco is very social. The it's, social aspect is something I really miss from it or, or did miss for a while. Oh, long my God. Time. I would go to hospice uh, national meetings, and all of the smokers would be immediate fast friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you sought them out. Okay, it's between classes. Let's go smoke. Yeah. And uh, one of those people that I went outside to smoke with at one of the national meetings ended up offering me a job in Nashville oh, at a live wow. hospice. Yeah. So, yeah, we stayed in touch because we, uh, you know, we were smoking friends. Isn't that crazy? So so you do miss that. But then there's the habit. But the psychological addiction is the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. So how do you quit? How'd you quit uh, dipping, Scott? You know, I I, I had... I just titrated down. I could well, not use bamboo too, right? I, yeah, I could. I could not go cold turkey, so yeah. I just so I went from. Why five. couldn't you go cold turkey? What would happen to you if you went cold turkey? Oh God, I was meaner than hell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah just there you a go. terrible, yeah, terrible. Yeah, no, mood. it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, you're not a nice person yeah. when you're quitting. And and you, know, you were nice uh, though when you were quitting. Well, she's yeah, sweet sure. all the yeah. time. You were very oh, sweet yeah. and good. Oh yeah, she Thank seems you. more sweet in retirement. I believe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't seem quite as stressed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She's found new things to worry about. Yeah, anyway. well, she will. You find, keep saying that, but I swear to you, she will find something to worry about. I am so much better off not working. You are, but you keep please don't don't. Now you worry about everything <laughs> and it's just bullshit <laughs> okay well i won't I'll, you mind if i finish I'll just, my I'll, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll jump right back in i'm <laughs> sorry no you're fine no it's okay no it's it's funny i i did i went from five dips a day to four dips a day to three dips a day yeah. and just i kept going down a little bit but but now, like how long said, does a dip last oh my gosh a big old dipper of, of, of Copenhagen or a skull or something like that. Heck, you could chew on it for hours. Oh. Hours. I and used to and say I would do. never put something in my mouth that looks like that does when it comes out. It looks like... It's awful. Did you do the pa- the pouches? No, or? hell. No, it I looks did, like I cholera did. stools when it's coming out. You oh, just it's did the straight up? The straight up, the hardcore stuff. And, and the thing about that is, you know, if, if you're in the middle of a game, you know, baseball game or, or playing golf or whatever, you just... 
when it starts getting a little bit old, you just throw a little bit more on top of it. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. It's <laughs> awful. It's awful. And then you got it all in your teeth and stuff. It's terrible. Uh, but, I, but I did. But I, 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 I chewed on a little bit of bamboo. Um, you know sticks i, I so that kind of kept my mouth um occupied for for, for that's a, long a big time. part of it i yeah. i did uh, yeah, mine's an oral fixation i believe cigars yeah. yep. i i would um keep a cigar like in my mouth just for the first little bit yep. yeah were you still smoking on our honeymoon yeah yeah you had not uh, yeah okay because it was after 9 11 that you quit and our honeymoon was two months before yeah mm-hmm. yeah so because well, there wouldn't have been a honeymoon yeah that's right well, you know, we were in Spain, and they had Cuban cigars, and I'd never had one, so I was at the bar at the hotel. I said, oh, just give me one of those. And there you could smoke anywhere you wanted to. And uh, I was worried, though, that I had been quit for long enough that I was concerned. But the smoking the cigars didn't flare up my tobacco desire or my desire to smoke cigarettes. But if I had smoked a cigarette, if they'd had Cuban cigarettes and that was a thing, I would probably still be smoking today. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. There, I, I always, on this show, long, long ago, years ago, we talked about this, that that three-pronged attack is what makes tobacco so powerful. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, if you're going frog gigging, you use a gig, you use a trident. Or if you're fishing in the sea with a spear, you use a trident. Why? Because the three-pronged sharp thing makes it, especially when it's barbed, makes it much harder for something to wriggle off than a single barb. And it's true for smoking as well. So you have the psychological addiction, Mm -hmm. and you have the habit and you have the physiologic addiction. So the physiologic addiction will be gone in two weeks, Mm -hmm. plus or minus. Mm -hmm. If you just don't smoke, the physical symptoms caused by withdrawal from nicotine will take about two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then the habit takes anywhere from two to four weeks to be done with. Well, you could break a habit in about two to four weeks. Yeah. But you got to stick with it. But, well, yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. For that, years. Hence mm-hmm. the word years, quitting. Yes. <laughs> but uh, and then, but the psychological addiction that goes on and yep. on and on, yep. and that's the thing. I need it. I got to have it. Oh, I, I used to get so pissed at myself. I'd be six weeks into quitting, and my wife before this one would piss me off and I go oh my god I'll show her I'm going to smoke a cigarette and it's mm-hmm. like well I wasn't showing her anything that was the lizard part of my brain going come on come up with a reason to smoke you just on, need you know one little excuse come on you know you want to now I've gone so that's the six weeks so you were vulnerable at six weeks and then we're going to talk about the actual way to do this at six weeks and then again at six months. Those are your real vulnerable periods when you've quit. Because at six months, I would go, oh, I've, I've got this, I've got this beat. Mm-hmm. You know, I could just have right. one. Right. I was at uh, Springfield Telescope Makers, which is Stellafane, and my buddy Jeff Lowe was there, and we were standing next to the McGregor Observatory, which is the largest Schuppman telescope in the world. Yeah. And uh, you know, we built that. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And um, do you need to get something? Back. Okay. Yeah, go, go. Um, and it, I was standing out there, and I remember saying, oh, just give me, you know, can I bum one of those cigarettes? Because he was smoking one. It smelled good. Mm-hmm. And he said, are you sure, dude? Uh, you've been quit for a long time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. It's been six months. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Right after that, went right to the store and bought a pack, and I was smoking again. Stupid. Mm. I mean, just stupid. Well, that's because you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. So, so, um, complete idiocy. So just be careful of that. When you quit, you cannot smoke again. No. You're done. Because you will start right back to that three packs a day. If I had one today, it's been 20-something years. If I had one today, it would be. And you'll smoke more. You'll rebound to more. That's how I got to three packs a day because of all the times I tried to quit. So if you've tried to quit multiple times and said, I can't do it, you can. Because the studies have showed that the more times you try to quit, the more likely it is that you will quit. Mm -hmm. But for me... 
you know, I was smoking a pack and then a pack and a half and two packs, then two and a half and then three packs. So that was all because I was rebounding and smoking more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the mechanism. First off, when you quit, you got to start behaving like a non-smoker. Mm-hmm. And if you will act like a non-smoker, you will become one. Agreed. So, uh, but you got to do it long enough. You got to pretend long enough. So, how do non-smokers act? They don't allow people to smoke in their car. They don't allow people to smoke in their house. They may not even let people smoke on their property. You know, they don't. What other things do smokers not do? I don't know. It's not a rhetorical question. He's already asked me this. Hanging out with smokers. (laughs) They don't Don't hang around smokers. They don't go buy cigarettes. They don't buy. They don't have panic packs. They don't have lighters. They don't have ashtrays. All of that stuff. So you got to think. You got to start thinking like a non-smoker and act like one. Yeah. Change your. You got to change your. You got to change everything. Absolutely. Get rid of it so it's not readily available. And then the other thing is the second you quit, the second you quit. Particularly, let's say it's in the middle of February and you live in a northern state. Let's say, I don't know, Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. And you go outside and you've now, you're on day one of quitting and you see all those assholes huddled outside in minus 14 degree weather smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. because they have to. And you can just go, look at those stupid sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You can do that. And you can, <laughs> oh no, oops, wrong one. <laughs> this is you. You can give yourself applause. You can feel more um, superior than those people mm-hmm. because you don't do that anymore. Yeah. And it's like getting a big monkey off your back, too. Oh, God, is it? Yeah. And you won't stink. And you think you don't stink. You do. You do. And, uh, but anyway, so let's talk about how to do it. So he asked about vaping. Mm-hmm. There are nicotine inhalers that are FDA approved. When I was um, in Durham, North Carolina in the 70s. Streaking. Our, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working at Vickers Communications downtown. R.J. Reynolds was very close. Now where R.J. Reynolds was then is now like shops and stuff. Okay. But R.J. Reynolds had proposed to the FDA that they come out with a quote-unquote safer cigarette. And the safer cigarette was going to have a battery in it, and it would have a red light at the end. Probably not an LED then. I don't know. If, did we have LEDs then? I don't know. But they were going to have a red light, and when you inhaled on it, it was going to trigger a mechanism that was going to heat up a coil, uh, and it was going to uh, create a vapor in a chamber that you would then inhale, and they could have some nicotine in it. And they said there would be no tar, therefore no cancer. There would still be nicotine, so it wouldn't be fully safe, but it would be safer. And the FDA said, nope, we're not going to let you come out with a cigarette that you're going to market as being, quote, unquote, safer. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we, at the same time, uh, Wernicke-Korskoff syndrome with um, you know the homeless drinking cheap wine uh, on the street was becoming uh, you know to be a big problem we wanted to put thiamine and and folate in wine and they said no to that because then you're going to market it as quote safer wine Hmm. okay but yeah but now they're going to drink it anyway oh well then you're just giving it in giving into that whole they're going to do it anyway thing it's like yeah but they're going to do it anyway let's protect them from this I would like the option to have safer basically wine. terminal terminal brain injury. Mm-hmm. Look up Wernicke Korsakov. Where we had, there was a person who used to be on this show all the time mm-hmm. that used to call in that is now in a nursing home, thinking that they're in the Navy yeah. on a destroyer, who had you know Wernicke Korsakov, and if they would have put thiamine and vitamin or thiamine and folate in uh, Natty Light, that person would not be in that situation right, right now. They'd still have probably have Other cirrhosis yeah. or something, but anyway. So, uh, so they said no. Well, then you know, what a decade ago, all of a sudden these vape pens started showing up, and then there was popcorn lung and all these problems, and the journalism around those was terrible, and so that really wasn't a viable solution for a lot of people. Although 
these people with these vape devices, with these giant canisters. Mm. Tacey and I were talking about on the Smoke Patreon show. Just billowing out. And it looks like a clarinet, and you got these hipsters out there. I'm going to take a toot off of my vape pen, and then blah, just these giant clouds. This just looks wrong. It looks cool. Yeah, but no, it doesn't. It just can't. It <laughs> no, just it just looks doesn't. like it can't be good for you. Just no. you get behind somebody that's doing that oh, no. giant. It looks like their cars like on fire. I think. I, I mean, I, I get it. You when you start getting that feeling of something going into your lungs, you want more and more of it. That's how I graduated from from merits up to you know Marlboro Lights to Marlboros to Pell Mell to Camels. You know? oh. so. Marlboro Reds were what what I smoked on on nights out. Yeah, and you couldn't even breathe the next no. day. No, oh. right. Oh, I remember that. You had that weird pain in there every time you breathed. It was just everywhere. <laughs> So, uh, so, but now uh, the FDA has approved our actual vape pens, and guess who? RJR. Yep. It's RJR Vapor or something like that. So there are FDA-approved vape pens on the market. As a quote-unquote somewhat safer uh, alternative, or maybe a lot safer as far as cancer is concerned, uh, I'm okay with that as a bridge to just getting off of it altogether. Yeah. The problem is, is the Rich Voss problem. Mm-hmm. The Rich Voss problem is, Rich used to smoke, and uh, God bless him, he used to do substances and stuff, and he's been sober for 32 years now, whatever cool. it is. And I'm very proud of him. And uh, But he used to smoke, and he got off of cigarettes by using Nicorette gum. And he still chews Nicorette gum. It's got to be 10, 12 years later. And to the point where his wife gives him hell about it every podcast that they do. Why do you have that gum? You're chewing. Stop chewing, you know. And uh, I know it drives him crazy. And he really could get off of it. At this point, it's a psychological thing. Yeah. Oral fixation. But people say, well, so what if it's just nicotine? It's no big deal. Nicotine is still a vasoconstrictor. So you don't want to restrict blood flow to any part of your body, particularly certain parts that when uh, certain stimuli occur, blood flows to those <clears throat> parts of your body, and then they engorge with blood, and uh, you can put them in places and move them in and out, and stuff comes out. You know, you don't want to impede blood flow to that part of your body. Right. <laughs> Daisy, <laughs> just look at me. I'm like, not paying attention. You I'm fucking sorry. asshole. No, I wasn't. No, I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> she was I taking, just kinda, taking a nap. I'm, I'm she, she's looking straight at me and not hearing a word I'm saying. <laughs> no, no. You see how good I'm not I saying am it was it? that clever. I'm just, you know, I was masking. I was talking about erections, okay? Oh. So you don't want to uh, impede blood flow to that part what of the body. What a surprise. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a surprise that when I start talking about erections, she tunes out. <laughs> yes. yeah. It's almost like when he starts talking about his, his sci-fi. She, and this is what Tacey yeah. yeah. hears. <laughs> Can you, like, shut up? <laughs> or this. Oh, uh, wow, that is very interesting. Please tell me more. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, yeah, so you don't, and uh, nicotine is a tumor promoter, too. Protein kinase C right. can cause... Tumors to grow faster, and nicotine is an activator of protein kinase C. So I talk to people who are uh, stage 4 cancer. They say, why should I even stop now? And it's because, well, there may still be reason to quit if you're so inclined Mm -hmm. to quit because there is a theoretical concern that nicotine could cause the tumor to grow faster. That's theoretical, but there you go. A lot of stuff we do is theoretical. Be careful what you say. They don't kick us off for I know. Same time, something theoretical. He said something against smoking. This is rumble, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Oh so um yeah. We we don't we don't we don't We don't anyway. take kindly to you, That's son right. of bitches. That's right. By God. Yep. Talking down our cigarettes. <laughs> so where were we? Okay, so so I'm okay using vaping as with a, a safe product. Use do your own research as a bridge. There are nicotine inhalers, but there's a way you can do it without spending any money, without doing any of this. Mm-hmm. And people talk about the tapering. Doctor Scott tapered by number of dips a day. Although right. it sounds like a dip could go all damn day long if you oh, wanted it to. Yeah. 
So uh, I, I, I never had it's much like luck. like my mom's diet. She eats one meal a day. Yeah. Only eat one meal a day, Ty. at 7 in the morning, ends at 1030 at night. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly does. She told us that bullshit. I don't know why I can't lose weight. I only eat one time a day. And we would watch her literally open a bag of chips at 7 in the morning. Or she would eat these dry-ass scrambled eggs that she makes. I know Tacey likes them because she grew up with them. But... And then, uh, and bacon and biscuits, and then work onto a snack before lunch, and then eat some lunch, and then open a bag of chips, and then get, to, oh, we got to get some dip, and on and on and on. Anyway, that's not that's not conducive to losing weight. Um, so, I never could do it by number of cigarettes a day. Okay. Because I'd always cheat. Because oh, yeah. I'd get down to three cigarettes a day, and it's like, well, I could just have four. I'd, I'd smoke three at uh, until you know noon. I'd smoke those out. three, and then I'm out for the rest of the day. It's like, fuck this, I'm going to smoke. So I did it by time of day. Okay. So the first day, I didn't smoke for the two hours. You know, I didn't smoke the two before I hit the showers. That's it. Mm-hmm. And smoke normally the rest of the day. Then the next day, I wouldn't smoke the two on the way to the showers, and I wouldn't smoke the two in the car on the way to the hospital, and that was it. The rest of the day, smoked like normal. Okay. Then when I would get, I wouldn't smoke the one to my office. Now, on the fourth day, now I had to start going by time because I would get to my office at 9. And at 9, so now I can't smoke till 10. And then the next day, can't smoke till 11. Then 12, and it's easier that way because after you get to that certain point, you you can smoke as much as you want. And then you would go all the way around the clock until you would get to the point where your next cigarette was after you went to bed. In other words, you could have one at midnight, but you went to bed at 11. Mm-hmm. Now you've gone 24 hours when you wake up the next day, longer than that. Yeah. So now I'm not a smoker anymore. That day is when you have to make sure that all that shit is thrown away. Don't hesitate. Just take it and throw it in the trash and you are now a non-smoker and now you got to start acting one important. Yeah. Okay? So that's my philosophy on that. And if you are listening to this and you want you quit smoking and you need somebody to talk to <clears throat> that used to smoke three packs of cigarettes a day and knows exactly what you're going through, you know, call or email us, go to drsteve.com, click contact, we'll be happy to talk to you about it. Yeah, how much Anytime. is a pack of skull now, or whatever you call it? Lord, I don't know. I would say at least at least five, six, seven dollars. I mean, guess. cigarettes are is like that a lot? eight. Yeah, you know, when I first started, but, when but, I first started dipping, it's probably, you know, like a dollar a can. How many yeah. dips can you get out of a thing, a, a tin of skull, though? Probably eh, five-ish. Really? Five-ish, six, yeah. Get good okay. size dips, good size dips. Yeah. So that would last you a day. Yeah. So you're doing five was, bucks a day. Dude, I was doing a can a day. Well, dude, yeah. uh, how, how much did you look and see how much cigarettes were? 13 were, bucks in New York? Um, I, I didn't uh, look pack? in New York, but it's $8 here. Holy moly. Echo, what's the average price of a pack of cigarettes in the United States? Recently on Amazon, the price for pack of cigarettes ranged from five U.S. dollars up to one hundred sixty U.S. dollars. <laughs> okay, that's useless. What the? Hell? Yeah. They're selling cigarettes on Amazon. Okay, thank you, Echo. Yeah, average co- <laughs> average can of skull eight dollars. Eight dollars, mama. That's 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 expensive. That's expensive. Yeah. That is expensive. This one doing 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 a can a day. I th- I I think we looked it up during the Patreon show. It was thirteen dollars a pack in New York. Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere to smoke them. Hey, you know what's crazy, Dr. Steve, too? And, yeah. I, and I'll be interested to see if you guys are feeling, are feeling the same way I am. I'm actually getting a little a little saliva in my mouth right now, thinking about getting a dip of Copenhagen. I swear I am. Really? I'm almost yeah, no, a little I'm Pavlov- Oh, I'm little, definitely getting some wine. A little Pavlovian. Yeah, I'm getting nothing I from am. that. I, I really am. I'm, I, listen, and that's the thing, y'all. I still, I could use The thing that Tacey and I, and maybe Scott, I haven't asked him this, have in common is we both still dream about smoking. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you dream about dipping? Do you ever wake up and go, oh, shit, I just did a whole can of Skull and forgot that I quit? No, you know. You I, never do. No, Lisa, no. Isn't that weird? It's weird that he's getting the Pavlovian response. Oh, yeah. We're not, totally, but totally. we still dream about it. I can feel it right now. I'll I'll dream 
uh, that I, well, I have all kinds of crazy dreams. I, I One time I dreamt that Paris was in my backyard. I've never been to Paris, but I wondered why I'd never gone because, <laughs> fuck, it was in my backyard this whole time. And why would I get on a plane to go to Paris when it's in my backyard? I'm thinking this. In my brain, I'm smart enough to go, why would I have ever gotten on a plane to go to this place? But I'm not smart enough to realize that Paris being in my backyard is just ludicrous. That's wild. But anyway... Um, I, uh, I dream about them all the time and I will dream that I'm smoking a pack of cigarettes in a bar or something. And then I go, fuck, wait a minute. I forgot I quit. And then I'll wake up real quick and then go, I'm glad that was a dream. Mm. Tacy, you dream about them periodically. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. But you never dream about dipping. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Strange person. Let's go get some smokes. Man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, I got a quickie here. Steve, hello, Dr. Scott. Hello. This is Mike from Ohio. Hey, Mike. This is my dilemma. Okay. When I was 30 years old, my height measured 5 feet 11 inches. And now at age 70, I measure 5 foot 8 inches. Is my life beginning to mirror the main character from the 1950s sci-fi movie, The Incredible Shrinking Man? Okay, we actually answered this once before, but it's not bad. I actually measured myself. I'm down an inch and a half from my tallest height. And uh, the, uh, the discs between your vertebrae will start to dehydrate, and they get smaller, and you got a bunch of them. And, you know, just a millimeter here and a millimeter there, that can do it. And I've got scoliosis on top of that. So Gravity wins. Yep, gravity always wins. So does water. Yep. That's a whole other topic. All right, you guys got anything else? I think we're good. Okay, and Tacey, Welcome to Tacey's Rumble. Like, oh, happy, to be, happy to be on Rumble. <laughs> okay, well, I, I am. Rumbling. Um, yeah, we need to get our some of our regulars in here, but it was good to see uh, Richard Kish in here as uh he's my buddy who enjoys the prog rock man Man. and uh diving tech did bring up a good point about the talk that we did on d dimer that the d dimer level being out of normal range depends on the units measured and your local reference range study yes that is absolutely true. I was presuming that when they asked me about it, they asked me about it because it was elevated. So we haven't talked about lab values in a long time. So it does depend the the how much it's out of range depends on what the normal is in your lab. And normally, if I had somebody here and they were talking about lab, I would ask them, well, what's the normal range? Mm-hmm. Because there are different units too. And uh, glue glueman was here as well thank you glue gloomin and brian, uh, and brian had a good question oh, and brian yes yes thank, thank you, you thank you brian for your d-dimer and let us know what happens with that as well all right well listen we can't forget rob sprantz bob kelly greg hughes anthony cumia jim norton travis teft that gould girl lewis johnson paul Ofcharsky, chowdy 1008 howdy gooplock eric nagel the port charlotte whore the saratoga skank the florida floozy the saint pete Barkeep Blower, the Dolly Museum Diddler, the ballet, the ballet Bimbo, the girl with a genetic half-sister no one knows about, Percy Dumb, Roland Campos, sister of Chris, Sam Roberts, she who owns pigs and snakes, Pat Duffy, Bill the Cop, Keith the Cop, Dennis Falcone, Matt Kleinschmidt, Dale Dudley, Holly from the Gulf, Christopher Walken's voice double, Guitarist Steve Tucci, the great Rob Bartlett, Adam Goldstein, Cowgirl Vic, thank you for your service. Cardiff Electric, Casey the Soil Scientist, Carl of the Talipes Equinovaris Carls, uh, Producer Chris, the subreddit News Chick, aka That Broad, Crows and the Bukaki Queen, Jenny Jingles, the Inimitable, Vincent Paulino, everybody. Eric Zane, Trucker Andy, Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's daughter, Ron Bennington, and of course, our dear departed friends, GVAC, Barry the Blade, and Todd Hillier, who supported the show, was always gracious and always appreciated. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules, podcasts, and other crap. Until next time, 
check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.